0: What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? You are now tuned in to the Iron Man podcast. I am your host, Dre, and I will be joined with my co-host, my son, Isaiah, very shortly. And yes, I'm wearing glasses. Yeah, I know. It's um one of those things that happens when you are getting older. You get older, you got to wear glasses. <laughs> ah. Yeah, you know. So I'm wearing glasses right now. So if you're watching either on YouTube or on Facebook, watching the replay, you are watching me wearing glasses. Now, I've worn glasses in the past. Now, I wore it for fashion, for style. Never have I worn it because I need it. Now I need glasses. I don't need it for this, so I'm going to take it off. I don't think I need it for the podcast, so I'm just going to keep it here. But yeah, I have to wear glasses now. Ah, insane. Insane. I'm just afraid to to scratch these because glasses aren't cheap. I didn't know that you guys who wear glasses have to pay so much money for glasses. I'm sorry. And, uh, uh, like, never again will I make fun of people with glasses because you guys gotta have some dough. Like, you guys gotta have some cash on you to be happy to, to, uh, wear glasses as often. (laughs) like, Unbelievable, unbelievable. But listen, we have a dope, dope, dope topic today, right? Um, oh, we have a dope topic, and I wanted to get you know get my son back. I know he stepped away from the the camera. Um, he stepped away from the camera, but well, that's cool. That's cool. He's probably right now. Oh, there he is. There he is. My son is back. He's making his way back. All right, and here he is. Here he is. So, yeah. So, um, today's topic is going to be a a nice one because one thing that is for sure, one thing that is for certain is that people will go through hard times. People go through hard times, right? That's promise. Like that's a promise. That's why like so many, like, you know, these prophets and preachers and evangelists, they'll go from, uh, like place to place and Uh, church to church, and they'll make prophecies about um, people going through hard times. Yeah, I I guarantee that 90% of the people in the the congregation that's being prophesied to is having a hard time. But what I want to do is not prophesy to you that you're going to have a hard time or that you're having a hard time. A lot of people, including men, have gone through hard times. What I want to talk to you guys about is how we should handle hard times, and our perception of hard times. Like, how should we attack hard times? Mm. You know, I think the 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 lighting issue is is the the ISO. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's the ISO. So, like, because when you walk away, it it. So, I think it's the ISO is set to automatic. yeah if it's not the iso then you probably have the aperture uh aperture priority yeah so as he does do that like we're gonna just talk about it right hard times (sighs) the the thing about hard times is that when we go through hard times many many times we think that it's attack of the enemy the enemy is attacking us or um uh it's a sin that we committed or or whatsoever. have you. A lot of times, like, it's just life. We go through hard times because life is life. We are living in a, a, a sinful state, right? And because our first human being, Adam and Eve, they fell, we are susceptible to living in a fallen state. We're living in a fallen state, right? Because of that, we go through various trials. We go through various temptations. We go through things, right? But you know what I always thought? and what sort of help me along as I go through various things and face various trials. I always thought about if I'm going through this, it's because God trusts me to go through it. So I don't look at um, bad things happening in my life as a way to, um, as a, like a man, like you know, what was me? Or I, I, I look at it as a, yo, like God, if you allow me to go through this hardship, It's because you trust me or there's something in this situation that you want me to learn. I think looking at problems, looking at trials, looking at um, challenges that happen in our life from that perspective allows us to appreciate God in the midst of hard times. Because a lot of times we base God's goodness on good things that we think are happening to us. But even in the midst of hard times, in the midst of challenges, God is still good. First off, he sovereign; his, his providence is good, but you're going through hard times for a good reason. There's a purpose behind every hardship that you are undergoing, every hardship that you're experiencing. The question is, what is it that God is trying to, to teach you through the, the situation? So today we're going to be going into a scripture um, in, in James. James is one of my all-time favorite books, um, one of my all-time favorite books, because um, it's practical, like it's a practical book, right? And uh we're just gonna read um and we're gonna focus today's podcast on James one versus two. Great. Let me just make sure that we got all right, yeah, we got it. Today I did it a little bit different. I'm not using Bible Gateway anymore because it's that website sort of like is is finicky when it comes to uh using it with the A10 Mini. But Bible.com works and Bible.com is a really dope. Website. I never really use it. This is going to be my go to for now on. But if you are watching right now on Get Vocal, thank you so much. If you're watching right now on Facebook, thank you so much. If you're watching right now on YouTube, thank you so much. If you're listening by way of the many podcasting applications we have out there, whether it's Spotify, Anchor, Apple, iPod, I, I, I'm Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, whatever others that we are on. Thank you so much. And please consider subscribing no matter what uh, avenue you're listening, whether you're, you're in Apple Podcasts, subscribe, uh, Spotify, subscribe, YouTube, subscribe, Facebook, hit that like button, like us, all right? Uh, whatever you pl- pl- platform you're watching right now, please hit that subscribe button and follow us. We appreciate that. We appreciate that, all right? So now back to... The topic at hand My son is over here getting ready He'll be back I promise he'll be back Alright so I want to read to this, you guys The scripture right And we'll probably go uh, maybe verse by verse With it What do you guys think like verse by verse Hold on let me see if I could um, change the picture in picture. Maybe right there is good Alright so uh, Let me read this the, the word of God says Dear brothers and sisters When troubles of any kind Troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity of great joy, of great joy. Like how many of us go through hard times and and really think about it as a opportunity for great joy, right? Like we, we get upset. We get irate. We get angry when we go through certain things. And and a lot of times we blame God, like what was me or God, why? Like we throw our fist up in the air. We blame God for the bad things that are happening you know what? In essence, God is somewhat responsible because God allowed it. And a lot of times we go back to Job, right? The story of Job, where Job lost everything and he still trusted God and still worshipped God. Still worshipped God. In most cases, we won't experience um, the hardship that this man experienced losing everything. And he still yet served God, right? But we look at trials and, and you know, challenges like that and we think wow that's a it's a lot to deal with it's a lot to manage right however right it says when troubles of any kind come your way of any kind consider it an opportunity for great joy and the question is this Isaiah why in the world would yeah the word of god tell us that when we face troubles of any kind consider it an opportunity for great joy and then we're gonna get mm-hmm. into that right but, but why do you think it's a hard thing for, specifically men, to look at conflict, look at troubles of any kind, as an opportunity for great joy? Deep question.
1: Mm. That's a good
0: one,
1: isn't it? A mm. deep question. Wow. Yeah. That is a deep question. That's a that's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, What comes to mind um, is the verse that talks about, um, you know, you know, be grateful, be thankful for Mm -hmm. I have overcome the world. So I think that it is a reminder of what Christ has overcome already. And that when we think of him and we think of what he's overcome, it gives us joy knowing that we have overcome mm. it through Him, in a way. Yeah, if it makes any sense.
0: Yeah, I feel you on that, right? Like mm. we got to consider it true, yeah. but it's hard, right? Because we, we, you know, I think sometimes we have a very intra-personal or intra-perspective approach to our faith in God. It's like God should be doing what we want Him to do to make us feel good. So if we're going through. Uh, a trial i don't want to consider it great joy because I expect God to be only doing the things in my life that makes me feel good i want to feel good don't't don't, don't, don't take away my kids i want to feel don't don't right. no don't don't take my home away don't give me a, a, a demotion at work I expect for promotion i expect for i expect property we expect all these things right and we want to hold God to task about Not. you know advancing his kingdom when're really his when we're advancing his kingdom we are advancing the kingdom by way of preaching the gospel and seeing the kingdom advance by people coming to know who the lord is and adding to the church daily not advancing your property right so that that cuz that's not really advancing god's kingdom that's just advancing your property right? every time in the in the old testament right. when god was referencing that god would expand the territory he was referring to the house of israel individuals right so yeah but we, we, we become remiss to think about our faith in the terms that we are always going to have what we considered a blessed life, where the, a blessed life could be us going through something, considering it a great joy because of what's about to come, right? So I'm going to continue reading. So he goes on to say, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete needing nothing. <clears throat> now I'll keep this up for, for a minute so that we can take a look at this and, and dive into this. Now this is deep. It says, for, you know that when your faith and the thing is, people don't know this, and this is like a reminder. This is a reminder for, you know that when your faith is tested your endurance has a chance to grow. Now, this is the New Living Translation, right? And I think people don't look at things like look at testing as that, right? Like when we test tested, like I'm a teacher, right. when I give a test, I'm testing so I can see where the students are and what areas they need to grow in. So when, when, for when we are tested, when our faith is tested, our endurance has a chance to grow. It has a chance to grow. That's that's the only way we can endure anything is if we've been tested. And if we haven't been tested, how do we know that we have the endurance? That's why I look at it like, mm. yo, Lord, thank you. Um, I know I, I don't like where I'm at right now, but I thank you, Lord, that you sought of fit to test me in this way to show me that I do have the endurance. All right? And if I don't have the endurance.
1: It's good. Yeah. You must have really great insight now. Yeah. Now that you're a teacher, you're able to learn that lesson from the outside, kind of like the inside, being the one mm. doing the testing.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. It's and it's deep. Like I, it gives me a greater appreciation for test and testing and the purpose of it. So let it grow. It says, "For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing." meaning nothing, and the thing is people don't look at testing as a means of development of growing to perfection and growing to completion right we want to, we want God to come in and save us mm-hmm. and then not and us not have to experience anything after that no no hardships right uh, and it's sort of um selfish to think that Jesus went through so much hardships himself while he was on this planet walking among us that we won't experience any hardship. At all, right? All right. Like the, the goal is for us to develop Christian character. How do we know that we have this Christian character if we're not tested? Here's an opportunity for us to glorify God, right? It's an opportunity for, I'm, I'm, you're, I'm about yep. to get an eviction notice because COVID-19 happened, pandemic happened. I'm losing, I lost income. I'm about to lose my apartment, right? What, how am I going to behave yep. right now to show Christian character during this test? How am I going to endure so that Christ gets the glory, so that God gets the glory through this? Yeah, I am on my last leg, and the, 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 the sheriff's office is coming to my house tomorrow. How will God get the glory? God doesn't always have to get the glory in ways that you, and, and, and by the way, I believe this, and by miraculous ways where he you know, will have a, a check for the rent, miraculously show up at your front door, which can happen. Right. Right. The question is what if that doesn't happen Because God is still sovereign What if that doesn't happen men Now It's your opportunity To show that Christian character Show endurance and give God the glory And represent him well Through all of that That's how God gets the glory That's how you become Mm. This is how God does testing Right So it's not a matter of you know Wait till the last minute and God's going to bless you. Watch, watch, because it may not happen. What happens if it doesn't happen? Do you lose faith in God? No. Excuse me. Test your endurance. You trust God even more in that situation. All right. That's why we go through tests. That's why we go through, because the test may not be that you're about to get evicted. The test just might be that you're going to get evicted then how are you going to give glory to God at that specific moment? Mm. You know? And I'm not saying like you're getting evicted because um, you squandered all your money and you spent frivolously and irresponsibly. I'm talking about like, a situation like a pandemic where they, your job cut hours. And because they cut hours, you, your income is cut in half or by a third and you can't afford to live right. anymore
1: you know yeah you, you know which 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 is which brings to mind where there's a you know a big movement going on it's you know the the faith movement and it's about not it's yeah. just not just about but in that in that example you just gave where it's like what if what you were expecting god mm-hmm. to do he didn't do or in the timing you needed it to be done Now, is it, does the person feel like it's their fault or like the man feel like it's their fault? Like, did I or did I not have enough faith that that God would do it?
0: But that's, that's, then at at that point, you also got to look at complete faith, right? It's not a matter of, at that point, it's okay, Mm -hmm. God didn't allow this to happen. I'm still going to, true faith comes in after that. True faith isn't, okay, God came through. And I got you know the two hundred thousand dollars I needed to pay off my, you know, house so that I'm not going into foreclosure. True faith happens after the foreclosure. Right. Are you still going to serve God? That's where the true faith really comes into play. Mm. All right. What if it doesn't happen? Mm. All right. Will you still serve God? Because,
1: but but we went crazy. We're, we're, but but it's crazy is that you you'll hear people like oh you you can't you can't speak like that you got it yeah like i it's said gonna one, happen.
0: one of the the most famous stories in the bible is the story of job right was job's mm-hmm. issue a lack of faith because what happened to him he lost his he lost cattle he lost all of his children and his wife told him curse god and die right what happened after that did he lose faith True faith happens after things like that happen. And as a result of him not losing faith and coming to terms with what happened and humbling himself, God blessed him tenfold after that. So Mm -hmm. we look at faith as as a a matter of God's going to bless me. Faith is simply this, son, having faith in God, period. Faith in who God is. God is God, whether he blesses you with what you want or not. Because what you want may not be what God is trying to bless you with. The Bible says the steps of the righteous men are ordered by God, right? So what I'm not going to do is, I'm not going to tell God, I'm going to let let my wants and my needs be made known to God. But God already knows what I have need of before I even ask, right? Before I even ask, he knows what I have need of and God is a provider he will provide those needs right in the matter of going through trials right and the testing of patience to produce endurance because that's the whole the whole point if God is allowing us to go through those things there's a reason why he's not like God's not in, in the business of making people's lives miserable just because that's not consistent with scripture all through the scripture we see that if God's allowing somebody to go through something, there's a purpose and a lesson that needs to be learned. So there has to be a level of humility for a person to really get to the place where they can see themselves in a situation where they're going through a trial and they can look at it as an opportunity for great joy. Because if you're going through a trial, there's an opportunity for God to come through in a major way. And for you to grow in character and more like Christ, You know what I'm saying? saying? So it's like, let's, let's, we got to stop as men looking at bad things that happen in our life as a bad thing, all right? Because it may be a season, but there's a reason why we're in that season It's because God wants us to grow in faith in him. Okay. Then he goes on to say this, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in who? God alone. God alone. Where's your faith supposed yeah. to be? Not in his provision. Not in his provision. In God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is, an, is as unsettling as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord their loyalty is divided between god and the world and they are unstable in everything they do mm. they like the they they like the world systems and the world's worldly things and they think that god's blessing and god's favor only exists within the the worldly blessings and usually that 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 comes in the terms of money houses mm. jobs cars <laughs> land Negation, spouse, smile, all that stuff. And the yeah. and it's saying here, right? Let's not look for that. Let's keep our faith in God alone and keep it there. Even Matthew 633 says, um, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So we we live in a in a time where people and men, if you're watching and listening, listen carefully, where we're searching and and asking God and equating God's favor with worldly possessions, right? Yeah. And that's not necessarily the, the evidence or the barometer of of Christian success. That's not the, the evidence, and it shouldn't be the evidence. That shouldn't be the sole evidence, you know, of, of God's favor in somebody's life. You mm-hmm. know, God's favor could look like a man who had everything, And lost it all And as a result of him losing it all His faith in God Grows exponentially Who's richer In the kingdom of God The man who has Mansions and cars And money Or the man who has lost All of that but grown exponentially In his faith in God Who's richer in the kingdom of God And I think we gotta see that perspective So when we go through various trials, the Bible says to consider it an opportunity for great joy. Great joy, right? And it's not something that a lot of Christians would like to ascribe to.
1: Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm having some technical difficulties. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cap off the camera. I'm gonna cap it, and I'm gonna talk to you, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna see me. Not Everybody's not gonna, right, see cool. me. I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna deal with you. All, right. All right, but I'll still right, be cool. here one yeah. one second.
0: Yeah. So, um, it's a it's a deep thing, but let's go on into further on into the scripture, if you guys don't mind. Believers who are poor have something to boast about, for God has honored them. And those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like a flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers. The little flower drops and falls and its beauty fades away. In the same way, the rich will fade away with all of their achievements. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Who does God bless? Those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong. And he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, and which entice us to and drags us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to sin. To death. Now, listen. The blessings of God come to those who patiently endure the testing and temptation, not the ones who go out and start, you know, naming and claiming and expecting, God, I expect for you to do these things. Let's humble ourselves for a moment. All right. And let's just endure whatever temptation, whatever trials, whatever testings that we have and allow God to bless us that way because when blessings come that way our faith in God grows our character grows are you guys hearing me are you guys hearing me here because I'm talking good stuff tonight talking good stuff <laughs> all right so uh and then it goes on if you guys don't mind and, and remember when you are being tempted do not say God is tempting me God is never tempted to do wrong and he will never tempt anyone else like Temptation comes from our own desires Which entice us And drag us away So our temptation comes from our own desire So God is allowing us to be tempted Not so that we can fall We are being tempted through our own desires If we are dragged away It's because of our own desires God is allowing this to happen Because Because He is trying to See you endure So that your faith in Him can grow. So Amen. it goes on to say in 16, so don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shif- shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation became his prized possession. So we got to really focus in on what's really important in life, right? We go through various trials. We go through temptations. We go through challenges. Things don't always go right in our life. We we fall short from the mark sometimes. And then we go through hardships and we, we tend to, to blame God for it. Hey, Tammy, how's it going? Tammy's listening on Facebook. How you doing? Aunt Tammy's watching, right? Love on Tammy. <laughs> so her. got a shiny face. So when we go through various trials, right? We really should think about what it is that we're trying to learn from it, and then count it all joy. Like, like consider it a great opportunity or great joy. And that's hard mm. to do. Like, I'm not. I'm not here yeah. trying to say, hey you need to do this i'm saying i know it's challenging and it's something that we need to be constantly reminded of like when i was going through um my hardships i had to constantly remind myself and even in the midst sort of and maybe even sort of psych myself out and praise god in the midst of it because lord you saw fit to, to allow me to go through this hardship you saw fit to to allow me to almost become homeless and lose my job and and uh seek you and be fully dependent on you to, to, to provide for children and do this on my own and go to school. And uh, I had to depend on God. And in the midst of that, I was like, Lord, if you saw fit to allow me to go through this, please, Lord, teach me what you need to, me to learn so I can grow in you. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard. She says she loves you. Isaiah. <laughs> I know it's Love difficult, you. but it's something that we need to really remind ourselves all the time, all the time. Being a Christian doesn't mean that we're walking into a life that's completely perfect. That happens after we we leave this planet. We leave this, this, this realm, it'll happen. But while we're still living in our fleshly state, our sinful condition that's been saved by grace, we're going to go through a lot of trials. As long as there's sin in the hearts of men, we're going to go through various trials. Even Moses, Went to Pharaoh and, and before he went to Pharaoh, God told him, okay, he told him the trial he was going to go through. I am gonna harden Pharaoh's heart. All right. And the purpose was not so that the 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 Israel um the Israel, Israel the, the Hebrews would be further um, persecuted, but it was to show God's goodness and greatness in the midst of Pharaoh's hardened heart. Right? So when we go through hard times, what is it that God is teaching us? What is it that God is teaching you? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sorry, son. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, I was, I was going to say, I always feel like there's two different uh, kinds of responses, like as men, um, just in general, when we have hardships, I think it's either you're either mm-hmm. super aggressive you, or you're s- super dismissive yeah. yeah. where it's just, you either you're going to deal with it and you want to deal with it now and in a very harsh way, or you want to not deal with it at all and kind of just kind of push your feeling to the, to the, to the back burner, um, fight or flight. Um, yeah, basically fight or flight. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I, I personally have not mastered this balance or, you know, dealing with either one of these things at yeah. times I find myself doing one or sometimes even both, depending on, you know, what's going yeah. on. um, but one of the um, the best verses, I think, that has helped me, uh, even though it doesn't seem directly um, attached to a hardship, um, but it's, uh, if you keep your eyes um, on the Lord, he will make your path mm. straight. So, like, a lot of times when we have hardship, we're very confused and we don't know what's yeah. going on and we don't know how to deal with it. And I know... And I, I think of that verse probably every day. And I know that if I keep my eyes on the Lord, not only will he keep my path, um, you know, reveal my path and keep my path straight, but he'll also, um, I always have my eyes on the big mm-hmm. picture and it keeps my heart always kind of, there's a, there's a psalm. says like, keep like up, uh, incline your heart, oh Lord, oh or, 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 or man, or yeah. something like that. And so, um I have to find myself constantly encouraging myself um, to not be so focused, you know, in the moment on reacting. And if I do react again, just being quick to say sorry and kind of doubling back in and that's kind of the things that go through my mind, you know?
0: Yeah. I always say like, I, I, like the couples that I've had a chance to to, um, serve, I tell them that that, uh, instead of reacting, Think of the think think of it in the terms of responding. Um reacting has sort of like a instinctive nature to it, where responding is a little bit more cognitive. So when you react mm. to something, um, somebody is walking in the in the subway, which I have a, a bad habit of doing. Somebody bumps into me and I'm I'm you know sort of pushing them back, you know. Um responding would be somebody bumps into me, right? And I look around and we'll see what's happening and what caused him to bump into me. And it's because the train is moving side to side and they lost balance. So now I understand because I responded to the situation instead of reacting right away. Now, some situations require reaction. Yep. Excuse me. Somebody's coming at you guys. It's a father. I'm going to react. Okay. I need to protect. Okay. But you know, I think that's that's the difference where we have to respond, whether or, or so. Uh, uh, yeah, so this does have a slight religious nature to it. I'm just talking uh, in perspective from the Bible, but thank you so much, Toko Tukumano, uh Harmano. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly. You're watching on Facebook, but if I did it, my apologies. Um,
1: yeah, please, please forgive, forgive him. He you doesn't. You see-
0: He's yeah, trying, trying, right. trying out in these streets, but uh, I do thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for watching. But that's the thing about going through trials, right? Um, we can't, we can't expect that everything is going to go right all the time. It's not. If it doesn't go right all the time, what are we going to learn? I remember a couple of years ago, I ran a, a basketball tournament, um, street to street basketball tournament. And I told him in the, in the, that um, I react a lot. I need to gather more control. Yeah, we all do. We all do, Aunt Tammy, for real. We all do. But one thing I used to tell them all the time, right, when they lost a game, not to look at it as they were losers, look at, look at it as if they were learners, All right, Every mm. loss is an opportunity to learn. If you are losing and you're not learning, then you're a loser. I'm going to say you're a loser. Mm. But if you are losing and you learn from that experience, then you'll gain. We talked about Kobe two weeks ago, right? Was it last week? Two weeks ago. Yep. Two weeks and his ago. freshman year of the NBA, because he didn't go to college, so his freshman year of NBA, his rookie year, you know, he missed a, a, a game winning shot. I think that ended their season. So he went that summer, yep. and instead of him moping and you know, doing nothing about it, he worked for, for his shot, he worked on his shot all summer long. OK, he's a learner. He lost, but learn from that situation. So we all are going to be in situations where we feel like we're losing that life. And the Bible says, and God is trying to tell us, listen, if you are in that place, count it all joy. Consider it a great opportunity of great joy, because God's about to do something, not just in your life, but he's trying to teach you something about yourself about yourself. The problem is when we go through good things, it's hard for us to self-reflect on our character at that specific moment because things are working out well. You can be rich and be an absolute jerk and it'll be okay because, yo, you're rich. But if you've lost everything, I was like, yo, I need to work on who I am. Like, I need to work on my character. Yeah. Especially Mm. if you are a believer. Because if you've gone through a yep. lot and you've had and you 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 had a lot and you were an absolute jerk at that point and you lost it all, you need to rejoice because that means God sought fit to take everything away so that he can regroup you, refocus you to get to the place yep. where you can look at what you're going through as an opportunity of great joy so that you can grow and develop into a perfect and complete version of yourself in Christ. Come on, I'm preaching. Here. Yes. It's good stuff. Yeah. Good. yeah. And,
1: and, and you should know that if, if you feel like you're being disciplined, uh, you are, you know, if you, if you're, if you're a believer and you feel mm-hmm. like, man, I feel like life's coming down on me. You might want to consider, um, possibly discipline. Yeah. Um, And the word says God disciplines those he loves. loves.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Jason, who he loves. But I I wrote this to myself earlier today, and it says, um, I can fail my wife, I can fail uh, my job, I can fail my friends, or I can even feel like I failed Mm -hmm. God. Um, But where do I go with my failures? I go somewhere quiet, and I say to God, Lord, you know. You know me, you know my heart. Please help me to learn from this situation, even though it hurts and I don't understand what's going on. But I know that you do, and I'm going to trust the process. And and so it's crazy. You you were talking about, you know, being a loser is not learning from it. And that was the key thing, you know, it's Lord help me learn from this. Because if I don't learn from this, I'm making the same mistake again and again and again for years, years. You know, you don't want to
0: do that. So true. I am looking at my ears, my ears, this ears look, look much bigger than the other one.
1: What's in your ears? It's it's monitors.
0: Oh, it's connected to the the podcast mixer. So I'm all wired up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. But this is good, man. I think, um, more, more, I think, the church as a whole, believers as a whole would be respected if we were able to take this approach and really look at our faith in in the means of it being solely about God. Let me go back to that scripture where it says, um, hold on, let me go back to that. The no waiver, um, if you need, eh, hold on a second, I just want to make sure I find that. I should uh, those
1: who are poor, those who are rich. What is that verse? Yeah, and, and Tammy, I'm having some technical difficulties yeah, over here yeah, this you, week. You see it, yeah. So uh, I'll be up I'll be up and running next week yeah. with the, with the visuals. I got I gotta learn how to work, work my camera a little bit better. Yeah. So I can
0: so verse 6 says this, right? And this is the key. This is key to all of this. Key to all of this because some of you guys may be watching and saying, "See, like he he he's one of these pauper type of Christians that don't believe in God's blessings." I do. I do. I just oh, I just please. don't believe. I don't I don't put too much stock in what God blesses me with. I put enough stock in God the blesser. So whether he blesses me with uh A dollar so I can go to Dollar Tree and get me a dollar lotion so that I can moisture my hand with dollar lotion. (laughs) Or he blesses me with a car or a job that I can buy a car with cash outright. My focus is on the blesser, not the blessing. So, with that being said, verse 6 says this of James 1, verse 6. And I'll highlight it so that you guys can really catch wind of this. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. In who? God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is an unsettling as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. If your faith is in God and God alone, the blessing, the the gift, has no Value to it because the blesser is the one that has the value. You know, let me bookmark. It's obviously I should copy. Yeah, it's telling me that I should. So I'm just going to highlight that. All right. It's telling me I should. So I'm going to do it. Close. All right. It's the blesser. So I'm going to read that again, just the first part. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone, not in the blessing, not in the gift. Because we think that God deserves the glory for the gift he's giving. No. God deserves the glory alone. The gift doesn't matter. (laughs) It does not matter at all. So can God bless with, you know, extravagant worldly gifts? Absolutely. But is that what we're searching for or seeking? No. When we go through various trials, right? We're not at that point looking at the blessings. We're looking at what's a lot of times what's been taken away at that point. Mm. That's when we should focus on who? God alone. Mm. Amen. Amen. Amen, Tammy. Yeah, so it's deep. It's deep. And I think this would be a, a the determining factor of of who we are in Christ as a community. Because now it's no longer um, based on what God blesses you with that gives you status in the kingdom of God or in church, because a lot of times, let's be real, what you have gives you status in church, right? Hold on a second. What you have gives you status in church. Let me show Isaiah gets back in here. Are you back? Yep, I'm here. All right. What you have gives you status and it shouldn't, right? But God himself is the one who gives that. And that's where our focus and faith should be in.
1: Hmm.
0: That when we go through trials, when we go through trials, yeah. our faith in God grows.
1: Yeah. Oh. A quick, quick question, Dad. Yeah. When did correction stop being blessings? When, like, people,
0: when people started believing that God's blessings was simply monetary and possession-based. Possession
1: yeah because i'm i mean correct me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure in yeah. proverbs it, it says um like the wise like welcome correction
0: yeah yep
1: and yes, so if we want to be i i remember you told me that I, th- I think some years ago where i i felt like at one point i was always getting corrected you know for everything i did mm-hmm. well i mean that's how I felt It probably wasn't reality yeah. but yeah. um and then I remember you, you said you said that verse to me, and like you know, I, I I did some research myself, and I I read it, and I read it over and over and over again until I got to the point where I'm like I'm asking people, I'm like, hey man, listen, if there's any if there's anything that I say that offends you, or is there anything that you feel like I can grow in, I give you permission to speak in my life, yeah. because when people tell me, hey man, you know, I feel like you can grow in this area, I'm like, thank God, you know, because that means that I have, first of all, I have people around that care about me that notice these things. And then number two, that there is an opportunity to be more Christ-like than I was yeah. before. Yeah. And I think, I, I, I think that's a huge, huge blessing. I didn't always think like that, but as you know, as I grow older, I just, I'm just like, I, I, I really, because people want to tell you what you like to hear. People like doing that. And so I appreciate when people, um, are, um, are your real brothers and your real sisters yeah. and, and being real friends and real friends um, will tell you, hey man, you can grow in this area. Hey man, I, I feel like, um, you know, you can uh, really uh, do a lot better in this area of your life, that area of your life. So, you know, to go full circle, there's no that they like blessings, like like my dad's been saying. I mean, it's not, there's, there's no way it can be just monetary.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just like, like I don't like because I mean Jesus was the most blessed man to ever walk the face of the earth, mm-hmm. um, and he chose the most humble lifestyle ever. Yep. He didn't have a he didn't have a bed to lay on by choice. Mm-hmm. He didn't have millions of whatever what kind of money they had shekels. They didn't have millions of you know shekels <laughs> or, or 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 something back then by choice. Yep. And I, I think he was a living example of that. Like that what you have, um, that is a blessing, uh, is internal, it's not external. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a lesson that we need to learn from him, even when he was tempted, right, by yeah. by Satan in the desert. Yeah. You know, and all those ways, you know, the riches, status, all that stuff, he, he said that's not important. Right. That's not important. So when we go through various trials. Consider it an opportunity of great joy, yeah. Because God is trying to do something inside of you. We try to. We, a lot of times we focus on what God is doing on the outside, and how God is blessing us on the outside. And a lot of that is appearance based. Yeah. But God's more concerned about what's happening inside of you. Yeah. And that's where our primary focus should be. And how God is working inside of us. And how you doing, Luke? Glad that you're here, bro. So, um, yes, does God work on the outward? Does God bless outwardly with with things? Yes. But that's not important to God. Like, he'll do that. What's really important to God is how he's blessing you as far as your character is concerned. And that means if you are going through a trial, the reason why you are supposed to count it all joy and consider it an opportunity of great joy Mm. because God is trying to bless you in the area of your character. So try to go into mm. it, looking at, looking at it like that, men, men who are going through things right now in the pandemic, who's, who's lost family, who's lost loved ones.
1: Yeah.
0: Whose um, relationships have been broken. Who's having a hard time with their kids. Count it all joy. Cause God is trying to produce something amazing inside of you regarding your character and he's mm. trying to give you an opportunity for you to give God the glory through your character. <sighs> that's yeah. that's that's it.
1: And and if by chance you're watching this podcast and you are um and you are not a believer, these apply to you as well in regards to the if you're going through various trials and I don't believe things happen by chance. If you're watching this what you're going through can be an opportunity for you to turn to God for the very first time, which is a, which which is a really beautiful thing. So
0: tell them how you can do it, son.
1: Oh, how you can, how you can what? Oh yeah. Listen, man, if you're watching this and you are, um, just curious to what we're saying, maybe you've been listening for a few episodes, uh, and you, and you're just curious to what we're talking about, this brotherhood stuff and sisters and scripture. Um, If you want to know more about it, listen, here's the gist of it. The man, Jesus, that we're talking about is God became flesh. He came to this earth. He lived a perfect, sinless life. He died on the cross, took your sins upon himself. Everything that you've ever done, everything that you will do, he took it upon himself. He died, putting all those things to rest, all those addictions, whatever the heck you're going through. And that he rose again on the third day. And listen, there are so many things that we can talk about that we don't have enough time to talk about this week. Um, But you, too, can partake in what we're talking about in regards to a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that starts with admitting, hey, man, I'm not perfect. I'm a sinner. I have issues and I need help. And you can turn to God right now. And you can be like, God, I need you, Jesus, I need you. Uh please help me. Please show me what you need me to do. What do I need to do to have a relationship with you? And it starts to turn, it starts to with turning to him, uh, and taking that first step. And I think he'll take it from there.
0: Yeah. So. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe God that he was raised from the dead and you will be saved.
1: Period. That's it. It's, it's yeah. pretty simple, pretty simple formula. <laughs> easy. Yeah. He made, yeah. made it very easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, this
0: was good. This was good. So let's close it out here, son.
1: Awesome. All right, guys. You were watching the Iron, Iron Man podcast. I am Isaiah. I'm the one that you cannot see, but you will see next week due to some technical difficulties. Don't worry about that. Uh, but I am the co-host, Isaiah, and the son of Mr. Dre. And you are
0: listening to the Iron Man podcast. So, uh, please consider following us uh, in any format you like, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, whatever podcasting. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you want to uh, support this uh, podcast, you can do so by going to um, Anchor. Uh, our Anchor link, which is I think it should be everywhere. Yeah, uh, uh, that we'll put it on. So we'll give it to you, if you guys. Want to support this um, and become a, a monthly supporter of this? um a podcast and uh yeah oh, you thought I say was just shy Luke <laughs> so Oh said, no Luke. Shy. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah. we'll give you guys more information on that. Um, but again, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you for listening and for watching and until the next I am in podcast we are out. Peace.